Do you think if I used an old person voice that they would uh, put hot sauce in my burrito at Taco Bell? Excuse me, Sammy. <laughs> I see you got the sauce out already, and I'm so weak. Maybe you could Gosh. misplace the sauce into the different menu item that I, I want. I bet that would work. I bet that would work. I'm ordering a big pile of beans and meat and tortillas and iceberg lettuce, but I really want it to be in this order, please. I'm confused. Please swap my sauces. I'm confused. It really gets you away with anything. Like, if you want to shoplift it as an old person, when you get caught, you just say, I'm confused. Scott free. We need to get into... It was like silicone mask making. And if we make ourselves three old guy masks, we can just waltz right into Hollister and leave with a bunch of uh, polos and <laughs> so we can make the Uncle Drew of shoplifting. <laughs> Who's that? Okay. Oh. Well, <laughs> is that, should I know who that is? It's a, it's a movie that came out this year and it's just a bunch of basketball stars that are make, maked up, moking up. They're moking up. up. They are moking <laughs> up. They got all moked up. <laughs> movie. Here's my mocha up look artist. Like old people. She moked me up. <laughs> Great job, Sandra. Really mokes the hell out of me. What do you have? What's the past tense of maked uh, up? Wow, Meth, made... why are you so late to dinner? Because it took me so long to get moked up. Leave me alone, chat. <laughs> you see this moke up? It's an inch thick. That takes time. So this is going to be pretty challenging. It's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Life Pile. Well, here we go. This is Life Pile Podcast, the only podcast that's your big brother. <laughs> big brother's always watching. I'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert Camden Johnson. And I'm Ryland. If he was gay and didn't eat ham, cheese, and mayonnaise pizzas, Dylan Bragasa. <laughs> you can't spell big without I. It's Ryland. Is it? Is that right? Did it, is it mayonnaise? Ham no, cheese mayonnaise? That's with disgusting. Ham cheese pineapple. Ew! Well, no, no pineapple ever. Take pineapple off the planet off the planet <laughs> i know rylan's pizza rylan gets ham yes pineapple no jalapeno <laughs> god damn it i get ham cheddar cheese and jalapeno jalapeno you're uh you're wrong about pizza what you're just wrong about it <laughs> i'm right about pineapple though you guys are wrong. You don't like pineapple in any context. No, pineapple gross. Really? Pineapple's only good for one thing, soothing my throat, baby. You know what I'm talking about? What are you doing with a pineapple <laughs> that it does that? <laughs> Drinking it, but I hate it. It tastes disgusting, but it's good for your throat. Pineapple juice is good for your sore throat, or are you drinking like Earl Grey out of a hollowed out pineapple? Oh, ooh, ew, oh, no. <laughs> Pineapple is supposed to be good for your throat. Like one of the best things that you could have. I knew this because I was in a m- 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 musical theater. Oh, uh, ooh, can you sing? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> fake it till you make it, baby. Just fake it till you make it. <laughs> Life Pile Podcast. Every week we give you the big lifestyle tips, then we review some of the biggest lifestyles there are to live. This week is our big spectacular on 
big. It's a vague theme as vague as bigness is big. Yes, it's big. Yeah, it's big. Lifepile Podcast now accepts your phone calls and emails. Send in your lifestyles and we'll tell you whether you should leave them or live them. And you can call us at 720-663-8163. That's right, you can call us at 720-663-8163. That's 720-663-8163. You can also email us at lifepileshow at gmail.com. And if we like your lifestyle or hate it enough... We'll get you up on the air like this lucky caller. I um, am calling because I have a problem. I continually, I don't know why, but I continually pinch my nipples. I don't like the way that my nipples look. And so I, but I like the way that they look when I pinch them. I just, I don't know. Is there a way to make sure that my nipples are always hard? Is there some, is like a, something I can inject into them? I'll take my answer off the air. Well, guess what, caller? You're going to take it on the air. And I, and, and just to, should we maybe reiterate questions uh, in case some folks are a little hard of hearing? Yeah. So this question, I, I feel the most equipped to answer this. It's about not liking your own nipples unless they're hard. And what <laughs> what are the potential things that you can do about it? And first of all, uh, this caller told us to take the answer off the air. Uh, that's bad form. Any any other people calling in? You don't tell us what to do. We tell you what to do, okay? So number one thing, keep pinching those nipples. Number two thing, watch out who's looking at you because I developed a habit of pinching my nipples because I do like them hard. And throughout like high school, I was always pinching my own nipples and then that continued on into college. And apparently that's sexy or something like i don't to me it's <laughs> you pinch them for you i do yeah i'm not like looking somebody in the eyes and twisting my nip it's like me and eating bananas exactly it's still very disconcerting when you look across the room and a man is looking a thousand yards away and pinching his nipples <laughs> that is also disconcerting but the, i just i feel like hey let them be you know let 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 birds lie well you don't feel like let them be why not you feel like tweak at them is how you feel. You don't feel like let them nipples be. Now, Ryland, what does the pinching of the nips do? What effect does it have on their appearance? All right. So non-hard, regular size, my nipples are, mm-hmm. they're big. They're, I, I would, I would say it's silver dollar, silver dollar big. Wowie. Jealous. Owie. I said, wow. Oh. With a W. <laughs> All right. Yes. And. People are fine with that, I guess, but not me. I like them hard, which gets them down to nickel. I can get them from a silver dollar to a nickel. That's 95 cents. I don't know how many more times I can hear you say I like them hard. It makes me (laughs) really uncomfortable. This is the problem. And everybody knows you look better with pointy nipples because it makes you look like you went to the gym and you're ripped. Yes. What? Yeah, dog. Muscular nipples are pointy? Oh, you know it. You know it. How do I exercise my nipples only? Go to Google. 
Go to Google. Look at the look at the nipples. No, no. Skip, skip Google. Go straight to the gym and ask your personal trainer. How do I get these nips pointy, baby? I want these nips I, I want Madonna level cones. You gotta start pumping some iron on those nips. It's a workout regimen. That's the solution. We fix hmm. the collar's problem and Rylan's problem. Rylan, great news. You don't have to twist your nips anymore. Uh, but at this point, it's just like embedded into my. It's a habit. It's and like it's not chew, sexual sucking at my all. thumb. And it's, it's not, not sexual. sexual. And it's not, it's not sexual. And it's, it's not, not sexual. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's not, not sexual. <laughs> it's not. Ron, I want you to embrace those silver dollars because I'm of the opinion that more is more. And the more nipple you got, the more God has, has smiled upon you. Yeah, Ryland, you tell me the story, and it kind of makes me think there, but for the grace of God, go I. Because... I, as a child, much like you, realized that pinching my nipples made me look doper as a person overall. And when I was like eight years old, I was doing it. And my dad said, hey, knock it off. You look like a goddamn sex freak. It's a very sexual thing to do. That's not appropriate because you're in a public space staring off into the distance, yanking and twisting on your nipples. (laughs) And uh, I think you... Are just short this one childhood trauma I had. And if only you had had it, you could have lived a normal life and not been in a college level class with a professor going, Excuse me, sir. Stop staring at my equation, <laughs> tweaking your nipples. Well, in, in summation, I think I'd like to say to our listeners chocolate chips to salamis, whatever card you've been dealt, embrace it. That's a good life lesson. I agree with you, Dylan. Embrace your nipples. Now, Ryland, I hear that we got some corrections offered to us from a listener for our last episode. That's right. So last week we did the Romans episode, Vinny, 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 and uh, a man named Peter from Boston, Massachusetts wrote out to us, and he's somewhat of a Roman amateur historian himself. Does he have a time machine? Uh, I'm not sure about that. It wasn't (laughs) included in the email. (laughs) doesn't have that life pile money (laughs) and while he had a multitude of corrections for us the one that uh i like the most and that i'm gonna ignore all the rest was the pronunciation of vinny 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 now latin is what they spoke back in rome men places in rome that's what we were doing right yeah okay and Mm -hmm. Apparently that's a dead language, even though it still exists. Uh, you I think just it's still don't know what dead language means. <laughs> Let's just keep it rolling. Ryland's still speaking Latin. Um, apparently, the pronunciation of these words is still kind of up for debate. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. It was a play on Vinny, Vidi, Vici, which means I came, I saw, I conquered. And some historians say that would be pronounced not Vinny Vinny Vici, but Weenie Widdy Weeki. <laughs> so our our version of it, Vinny Vinny Vinny, should actually have been pronounced Weenie Weenie Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which I want to say is extraordinarily <laughs> on brand for this podcast. I yes, think that's the fact that we did a Rome episode. And gave you the opportunity to make the first dumb penis joke was a little bit too much leash. 
And I think that we've let you go out of bounds here and come into the second episode to make the same penis joke with slight variation. It's uncalled for, for shame. It is. Hey, it's our audience. They want they want the true facts, and I'm giving it to them. Weenie, 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 baby. Well, them's the corrections, I guess. Them's you got any more? Days. Well, tips. Tips. Who's got love lifestyle? Who's tips. Got the tips. Tips. Give me tips. a tip. Give me Give the whole tips. big tip. Oh, I want some big tips right now. Hey, we got a big spender in here. He's leaving a big tip. Guys, I've got a tip for you. Drink your crumblers. I just want you to take a big gulp and drink your crumblers. What? Just before this recording, I settled in with a little afternoon snack for myself. And I have one snack. I'm loyal to only one snack. It is chips and salsa. And I reached in, uh, poured some salsa into my salsa cup. And then I went over to my cabinet. And what did I find? Crumblers. The bag was pretty much finished Woof. I say pretty much because there's some little crumblers there in the bottom. So what was what did I do? What's a girl to do? I already poured my salsa out. So I sat down at my kitchen table like a patriot and I took my little salsa cup. I took my bag of chips, poured a little bit of the crumblers at the bottom into my mouth, poured some salsa in after it. Same exact experience, same exact flavors and stuff going into my gullet. Just a little bit different in uh, delivery process. Drink your crumblers. What do we think, girls? Uh, why not? Uh, why not pour the crumblers on top of the salsa and eat it with a spoon? Cam, does that make you feel better? Is that gross? I say, why not just smear it all across the floor and slop it up like a little <laughs> dirty pig you are? <laughs> say don't tell me i'm an animal for drinking my crumblers you guys gotta drink listeners don't listen to these boys drink so gross it's It's not so gross it's innovative drink your crumblers i think i think the name really turned me off the brand I think if you just been like, hey, you know, sometimes you got a few chips left to munch your money, you'll salsa, it's okay. But drink your crumblers sounds like <laughs> a very bad cold tortilla oh. soup. Cam, sometimes you don't have time to go to the store you gotta drink your crumblers. God Cam. God said on the seventh day you would be too tired to go to the store and on that day you would rest and drink your crumblers. Drink your crumblers, young man. I do not understand Cam's disgust for this. It's just very tiny chips. Is it because it's the big show that Cam doesn't like the very tiny chips? Oh. I am a brand loyalist. <laughs> it's not like Dylan dropped the crumbs all over the floor and then swept them up back into the bag. <laughs> Cam, do I need to start Crumbler's Pride Month and yeah. next week I will do a Crumbler's yeah. tip. Yeah. I got a tip for you guys, okay? And this is a real life tip. Oftentimes I'm telling real life things on this show and people do not believe me. They're always writing in, haha, that was a funny gif. Go f- goth joke. But <laughs> So this is a real thing, okay? People are asking me all the time, how big should my mole be and it should be smaller than an eraser okay 
a pencil eraser if you can put that on top of your mole and your mole is still peeking out you should go to the doctor i'm talking about new moles okay obviously if you develop a new mole in your life how big should it be smaller than an eraser that doesn't mean you're completely in the clear if it's underneath the eraser if it's bleeding you should still probably go to the doctor <laughs> if it's glowing <laughs> still go to the doctor oh but if it's just a normal mole and you can hide it under a pencil eraser you're good and i'm not talking about those big rectangular ones i'm talking about the circle ones on the end of a pencil <laughs> okay that's a real life tip for you guys well this is a nerve-wracking tip as you can imagine ryland warner because <laughs> my trademark is what i've been told is my monroe on my lip which is my <gasps> this mole here does this Pass the test. Get, get a pencil. Get, get your big rectangular eraser out. <laughs> no, that big not thick that rectangular like eraser a out. Girl, I don't have a pencil bag <laughs> on hand. Ryland is making a fool of me because he just had two yellow number two pencils on hand to stick on his foot. Oh, there's yeah, a that's why he doesn't have cancer. I use this for a whole body. <laughs> Ryland has about twelve pencils right now. Do you have any out of control moles, Ryland? No. But I'm ready okay. in case I do. <laughs> He's got all has about pencils. 17 pencils on screen right now. <laughs> I love that this person has to advise you still take bleeding things to doctors. Well, some people are scared. You know, you know, as many people that look up every symptom on WebMD and they're like, oh, my God, I'm dying because of a tummy ache. There are other people that look the same stuff up and they're like, oh, I'm fine. Apparently, even though I have a hole in my stomach, I'm fine. I don't need to go to the doctor. <laughs> It'll stop bleeding on its own. I'm fully the WebMD panic attack person. I did my tip about getting a scrotal. What did I? Ultrasound. I got a scrotal ultrasound. <laughs> scrotal sound is the medical term. Oh, I know. I know how a scrotal sounds. Squirtle. <laughs> no. Huh? You guys don't panic about your health ever? Uh, like make up like google something and you're like oh i am tired sometimes it's cancer so i started uh working as a the person that you call when you have issues with your service for at&t oh. the person that you call when you're really pissed off and as you can imagine that can be a very stressful job people calling you and being pissed off at you and you're like i don't fucking know how anything works yeah and during that time i shat blood and i was <gasps> <laughs> I was very afraid, so I did go to the doctor for that one. Yeah, uh, and that's just stress. Yeah, the doctor, she put her finger in my butt, and I, I guess, well, I don't, I don't know how to say this. And you liked it? That's fine. <laughs> it's fine if you liked it. It was very uncomfortable for me. I was, I was too nervous. I was very nervous about this woman because when I went there, I did not know she'd be putting a finger inside of me. So. Yeah, girl. I didn't really prepare anything down there. Do. The only yeah. way Riley yeah. can be comfortable is if he knows that when he gets there, some lady's going to put a finger up his butt. <laughs> it was so scary. But um, it turned out it was nothing. And I was just stressed out. Too stressed. So you got finger blasted and she was like, you're stressed. <laughs> yeah and then she like gave me stuff what was the original tip we were talking about uh put a pencil on your mole <laughs> take a pencil and erase them all right problem solved you heard it here first <laughs> yes all right you guys i got a big lifestyle tip for all those larger than life life pilers out there be 
too big to fail. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. You can get back. You can make a band, follow your dreams. If you're just so big that before anything bad can happen to you, the government has to bail you out. You're set for life, baby. Bing, bing. Lifestyled. I'm confused. Cam, I'm confused. Do you mean like I need to be, I need to weigh enough pounds or I need to be muscular enough? If you think getting fat will get you to a point where you're so big that the American people can't allow you to fail and will subsidize your pizza intake, follow that pathway. If you think you can get so muscly that you're so big that Congress has to enact a law to support you financially, then muscle up, Jim boy. But let me tell you what you got to do. Be too big to fail. Do you well, think there are, there have been people that have been too big to arrest? It's like, I can't fit the handcuffs on this person. I can't get them into the squad car. Even if I did take them to the prison, oh. they're too big. Can you imagine trying to arrest Andre the Giant? Yeah. Oh I mean, God. beer cans are like Dixie cups in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen just one of his fingers? If he had been my doctor, I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, no. I feel like it's only right that I give you guys our first lifestyle of the big episode. On May 19th of 1946, two farmers in the south of France named Boris and Marianne Rusimov were blessed with the birth of a son. They already had four children, and this one, like the rest, were expected to work on the family farm. And work he did. The boy grew up, splitting his time between school and the fields. He was very good at math, but he was unsatisfied with his quiet rural life at the foot of the Alps. So at the young age of 14, he left home to find a more adventurous life for himself. The boy worked in a factory as a woodworker, and later as a furniture mover, until one day he was spotted working out of the gym by some professional wrestlers. <sighs> it had been five years since Boris and Marion's son had left home when they heard a knock at the door. Marion opened it to find a gigantic man looming in the doorway with a large grin on his face and a Rolls Royce limousine parked behind him. He asked if the man of the house was home. When Marion had fetched Boris... They asked who he was and why he was here. The man smiled wider and said that he was their son, Andre. (laughs) Andre had grown so much in the past five years that his parents hardly recognized him. And he would keep growing throughout his life until he was seven foot four and weighed 500 pounds. He would eventually come to be known around the world by his stage name, Andre the Giant. So I won't give y'all his whole life story, though it is super interesting, and he is an adorable sweet man. So instead, I'll just give you some quick facts about Andre. Like once, he farted so bad on an airplane that the pilots almost crashed. <laughs> it was a well-known fact that Andre had crazy farts, and they would last for 30 seconds at a time and were terrible. That's so what And, I mean, such a big body can produce so much gas. Like, his intestines must have been so much longer than mine, they could hold, like, five times as much gas in there. Another Andre quick fact, he could drink over 100 beers in a sitting. 
there are multiple accounts of this. Technically, this wasn't too crazy considering his body mass, but minimum he'd have 24 beers. Be fine. Just buzzed. Barely feel it. But there was this one time he drank so much in a hotel bar that he passed out face down in the lobby and nobody could move him or wake him. <laughs> and hotel management asked his friend Pat, who was there at the time, what they should do. And he shrugged and was like, call AAA. <laughs> so instead, they set up a red velvet rope around his body until he woke up the next morning. One of the reasons we have those numbers on how much he drank was he had to have surgery. Mm-hmm. And the anesthesiologists were at a complete loss for how much anesthetic to give this guy. Because you give somebody too much anesthetic, they die. They die. You give them too little, and now you have a suddenly awoken, angry, eight foot tall, 700 pound man. (laughs) So uh, it's a bad situation for everybody. But there's no, like, it's not on the charts. He's off all the charts. So they had to guesstimate how much anesthesis to give him based on his drinking habits. And I just want to see that piece of paper that has a doctor scrawling beer to syringe amounts. <laughs> like one PAPS is equal to one CC per hour. Yeah, we, We're like, we'll just give him a million human tranquilizers or one bear <laughs> tranquilizer. Uh, Another one, he loved QVC. Andre the Giant couldn't really go out a whole lot and shop for a few reasons. He didn't fit in most cars. People would swarm him asking for autographs. And like anybody, he didn't like being gawked at. So he ordered a lot of stuff on QVC. He reportedly bought several steam cleaners. And there are a ton of porcelain butterflies that he apparently bought. But if he was going to order something... He had to use a pencil to dial the phone because his fingers were too big to press one button at a time. And he had a cute little ranch in North Carolina. (laughs) Though he was put in the Guinness Book of Records for being the highest paid wrestler of all time, he missed his quiet farm life in France. So he bought this little ranch where he could have some peace. The ranch was three stories It featured a tree growing up through the middle of it, which I think is super cool. And he had some horsies running around. And he loved being there because he said that the people in his rural community didn't gawk at him like city people did. And when he passed away, his ashes were spread on his ranch. Did people come and gawk at the ashes? (laughs) What's wrong with gawking? Gawking. Look at the size of these ashes. (laughs) You don't like when people gawk at your big pancake nipples, Rylan. I I gawk away. I'm I'm happy for the attention. (laughs) And speaking of which, can you please put a shirt on? (laughs) You just told me to accept my nipples like 30 minutes ago. Well, be a bear. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. (laughs) I'm not sure what to live or leave about Andre the Giant's lifestyle because I think we would live it all. I I will say, and then this is kind of like a maybe a live or leaveable moment. He had a condition uh, that most people his size have called acromegaly, and this was a pituitary gland disorder that in which he was constantly emitting human growth hormone. And his condition kicked into overdrive when he was 15, which is why he returned home and his parents couldn't recognize him. But he denied treatment for his condition. He could have had surgery to halt the production of human growth hormone, but he didn't want to mess with the thing that gave him his success, even though it was that pituitary gland condition that eventually led to his congestive heart failure. 
it's definitely a uh, monkey's paw type situation. Like, I wish. Okay, in the past two episodes, you guys have both mentioned monkey's paw. <laughs> what does it mean? Okay, so a monkey's paw, right? Oh, you, it's for a monkey pie. You don't know the monkey pie. <laughs> it sounds like a drink I would get at a tiki bar. You shouldn't. So the short story is this guy finds this magical monkey's paw and it grants him wishes. However, every wish is is always not exactly how he was expecting it and turns out bad. Ugh, I'm so sick of genies and witches <laughs> and wizards pulling this shit. If I ever get three wishes, I'm going to make my wish like a paragraph of stipulations. You should just say no wish, please. Yeah. No wish, please. And then they'll give you the chocolate factory. What? That's how it works. <laughs> That's the trick. No wish, please. Well, here's the chocolate factory. Hey, this kid don't want a fucking oh, wish. Boy. I'll give him a wish. Here's your fucking chocolate factory. Now get out of here. Hey, Ryland, didn't that doctor give you the chocolate factory? <laughs> no, I gave her a tour. <laughs> Ew. Of it. Hey, Doc, I'm going to give you the chocolate factory. God. Okay. I offered her three wishes. She said, why are you here, sir? And I'm like, you want a dark chocolate factory? Oh, my God. (laughs) But, okay, okay. It is very much a monkey's paw type situation because, I mean, he was one of the most successful professional wrestlers of all time. Yes. But the the total root of his success was his downfall. It was the cause of his death, and it's sad. I I feel like he could have turned it off at a point he didn't he was he was huge by the time his career was up and gone if he wanted to just stop there it would have been fine maybe i think there's a window in which you can do that operation oh and that after that window closes it's no longer an option if i remember correctly all right well then i guess i shouldn't be sideline coaching andre the giant's career yeah, um, get get in the ring. Tag. Tag in, Dylan. <laughs> no backseat drivers. Okay, he was a part of a few notable tag team wrestling duos. You guys, I didn't really know much about wrestling until I started researching Andre for this segment. Uh, wrestling, in my research, is drag. Yeah, dog. Oh, yeah. It is, it is dude drag. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. It is performative masculinity. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. That crazy video, I don't know if y'all have seen where he's talking to Hogan, and Hogan's like, come on, man. You can't do this, man. Brother. Brother. You can't do this, man, bro. And the whole time, Andre's silent, and Hulk grabs Andre's shoulders, and is like, come on, man. We can't do this fight, man. <laughs> and Andre's like, Take your hands off me. And Hogan's like, what? And Andre reaches over and rips off Hogan's shirt and his crucifix necklace and like scrapes off his skin and Hogan's bleeding. That part was a little maybe not planned, but I was like, this is theater. I'm watching cats. (laughs) Did Hogan cry in that moment? I thought he did. Oh, I didn't see the tears, but I hope so. He might have cried, but fuck Hogan. And also bad side of Andre. His daughter. What about his her? daughter? Did you see the facts about his daughter? I mean, he sort of, he sort of, uh, what's that guy's name? Steve Jobs to his daughter. I he sort of Steve Steve Jobs to his daughter. I really what? don't know what that verb means. 
Uh, well, it just means that he wasn't very, he wasn't in her life at all and sort of oh. abandoned her. But man, oh. wrestlers work like 300 days out of the year. You can't be an attentive father and wrestle. Take your daughter with you. And Homeboy like redefined what it meant to be a working professional wrestler because most wrestlers would pick like a area, a region, a district, a league and be like, I'm going to be the champion of this and Andre was renowned for like skipping town all the time he never stuck around anywhere long enough to earn like a belt or a title because his manager promoter was hell bent on getting him put in like every single market because he could guarantee instant sellout shows but like once you see Andre the Giant people were like I don't need to see him again but he created such like a mystique persona for himself that everyone was like oh gotta go see it and so the way to make that cash cow sing was to have him hopping around a whole lot spent a lot of time in Japan that guy I have an embarrassing thing to confess I have a lot of those for this show haven't seen Princess Bride oh damn you got or not I don't know. I mean, there's so much media. You can't get all of it. Princess Bride is just another one of those Netflix shows that everyone's talking about. And it's like, no, I got to get to glow first. Wav. Twoo, wav. So you don't know what I'm talking about. Marriage. So you've no, you don't even know what you're talking about. I don't. It's one of those cultural osmosis things where I've heard people be like, something, something, peanuts. What? Fesnick? Was that his name? <laughs> Sputnik? Yep, all quotes yeah. from that Sputnik. great movie. I guess the biggest, beefiest boy in WWF, I guess if we had to do a live or leave, do we just sign off on this boy? Do we like this boy? A big beefy boy? I want to give him a live it, personally. I say Andre always seemed like a great guy. Give him a life pile seal of approval. All right, guy. Live it? Does he get a full live, live it? Oh, it's tentative. All right, guy. Ryland. Oh, man, it's so tough. Oh, Living the life of Andre the Giant. No, just like, do you, do you like him? You don't have to be I, him. I you have to say you like him, but say it by saying I live it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that daughter thing was a big thing, was a big deal for you. It was. I hate guys that do that. And it wasn't just his career. Like he, I just looked it up, and he he only met her a handful of times. I didn't so, know that. Like I just, I watched her give an interview where she was like, "When he was home, he was daddy, and I loved him, and he was great." And I, oh well, then okay, all right. Well, if she's saying that, then I'm gonna live him, <laughs> live it, Andre. Yay! <laughs> all right, y'all. Time for Cam's lifestyle. Oh, baby, baby. But I can't tell you this lifestyle until I tell you about this murder case. (gasps) Tell me it. (laughs) That's right. Life Pile Podcast is now a true crime podcast, (sighs) which means Apple has to put us in the top ten. Please. In 1998. Forest rangers were sent to Mile here National Forest in East Oregon on a case of murder. <gasps> That's right. Witnesses had reported seeing several dead trees. No. That's right. Murdered trees. <gasps> Not the trees. Yeah, the trees were dead, y'all. Oh no. The murder weapon 
Honey fungus. <gasps> honey. 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 Fungus. Honey fungus is a parasitic fungus that grows up through the roots of trees, killing the trees and doing great stuff for the mushrooms. But I say it's the murder weapon because unlike mushrooms you might think of that are just a cap and a stem and that's it. Honey fungus grows little spore spreading caps out of the ground underneath of which it has a giant body and while investigating this string of tree murders they discovered that this particular honey fungus has an area of 3.7 miles <laughs> what? It is the biggest living organism found on Earth to date, and it is believed to be between 1.5 and 8.6 thousand years old. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And park rangers call it the humongous fungus. So isn't that fun? Oh, that's cute. Now, y'all, you know what I say. I like it when you call me Big Papa. You gotta be too big to fail. The bigger the better. These are the things I say. Which is why I put to you. Do you want to live the life of the world's biggest organism? Honey fungus. <laughs> but this organism is a murderer. I mean, it's it's murdering trees. What, 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 it's, Ryland, you're a murderer. You're murdering cheeseburgers. You're murdering pepperoni pizzas. Hey, those things ain't living. Those things ain't living. Trees are living <laughs> beings, my friend. Reconsider your lifestyle. Your your chicken tenders are made out of chickens, Ryland. That's why they call them chicken tenders. Oh my, oh my what god. What have I done? <laughs> I thought chicken was another word for rice. <laughs> My rice tenders. Man, I had chicken and rice, but the rice tastes so much better when it's chicken. <laughs> well, but I mean, it's the, I'm not out there underneath a tree cutting off all its arms so it can't live. That's different. So you'd rather... <laughs> what? You want to be a really big fungus and have somebody else kill trees and bring them over to you? I want to be a big fungus in space. How? Wouldn't that be the coolest way to be it? To be it. Wouldn't that be the coolest way to be it? You want? What do you mean you want to be a big fungus in space and you don't eat anything? Where I don't hurt someone. Yeah. I don't want to hurt no tree, man. Squirrel live in that tree. <laughs> what is this character? It's just a fact. Squirrels live in trees, don't they? Am I wrong, Dr. Seuss? You're, no, you just sounded like one of the jellyfish from Shark Tale. Like, I don't want to kill this tree, man. The squirrel in the tree. Now that is a reference I can understand. <laughs> a side character from a knockoff movie in the early thousands. That's Ryland's jammy. Okay, so if I was this old, what would I remember? Ah, oh, that's too much memory. That's like my memory is full. I'm 10,000 years old. I can't live this life. I can't be a tree killer. I can't be remembering that long. If you think about it, you might have a lot of years worth of memories, but most of them are about dirt and killing trees. So (laughs) it's not like overload, I don't think. 
Mm. Plus, your mm. brain okay. is 3.7 miles across. So I think you got a lot more processing power at this point. Do girls, uh, are girls attracted to it? Ladies, dig <laughs> it. Oh, okay. I mean, if I'm a hot stud. Do you ever wonder why when you see a bunch of attractive young women heading out for a night on the town, they all have shovels with them? It's because <laughs> those girls like the fungus. They like to dig down and they like to, they call them size queens, Ryland. Those ladies like to find the size. biggest fungus they oh can. God. Wow. Okay. Can you can just at me, okay? <laughs> hey, instead of talking behind my back in front of me, why don't you at me while we're recording a podcast? <laughs> Dylan, how big of a mushroom cap do you want? I, I think I appreciate every mushroom cap for its individual merits. You know, God 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 has got created a big wide buffet of mushroom caps for us on this earth. And whether they're honey mushrooms or portobellos or maraschinos or shiitake, I'm I'm buying what you're selling. I'm a mushroom connoisseur. That sounds like a levit. I think Dylan's stuck in body positivity <laughs> mode. Hey, that's not a <laughs> mode. That's a lifestyle. I love your salamis. I love your silver dollars. I love your chocolate chips. I love your shiitake. I love your melons. I like your avocados. I want to pinch your grapes. Yeah, your eggplants. <laughs> your everybody. your three mile wide fungus body. Oh, love, love it. it. Be you, girl. <laughs> it looks good on you. You wear it well. Yeah. Sexuality is a buffet. <laughs> mm. I guess like people could play on me. No, stop it, Ryland. You're not a murderer. <sighs> yes, you are. You kill everything you eat. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't kill anything I don't that I eat. Okay, where this so desire for a harmless life has suddenly come. This has never been a thing with you before. <laughs> you do so much harm to me, even. <laughs> I just we started this with a true crime thing. I don't want to be in true crime at all. My parents are always thinking that I'm actually a serial killer. I want to be as far away from this as I possibly can be. I'm leaving Mushroom Body. Okay. And once as always, Ryland has introduced something that is an emergency and is much more important than recording our podcast. <laughs> Ryland, why do your parents think you're a serial killer? Why not? I I don't know. <laughs> I went to bed as a kid. I was really into fire, and I kept torturing animals. Why wouldn't they think I'm a serial killer? Why wouldn't they? I gave them yeah, I don't blame them for thinking it. I just don't want to reinforce it more than I already have. I need oh, more answers baby. than this, Ryland. <laughs> what is there to know? I need to know I... <laughs> where your parents got this concern from. It's probably from when I was in middle school and I threatened to kill a bunch of people <laughs> on paper and they saw it all and I had to read it to them and they're probably like, whoa, okay, Rylan, you're pretty twisted, aren't you? We gotta keep our eye on this one. And I haven't done it since. As far as you know, you haven't found the list yet. <laughs> No. Cam, have you noticed Ryland's predilection for starting entire like <laughs> CNN news cycles with one sentence and then moving on to the next yeah. topic immediately? What are you I, talking it's, about? It's a thing. It's a thing that ha every every kid does this. No. They're, every <laughs> Yes, they just don't get caught. They don't I was unlucky. Hey, who I know? wanna know who's on the list. 
It's just two people, okay? And oh one of God. them is a friend of mine, a very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> you can at me, Ryland. It's fine. <laughs> this is a long time ago, Dylan. I'm over it, okay? Leave it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, Ryland. We've seen Andre the Giant. We've tasted honey fungus. Give us a segment, my man. All right, let's end the show with the showstopper because that's a good way to stop a show by stopping it with the showstopper. Here it comes, people. The moment you've all been waiting for for the big show. It's a game called Go Big or Go Phone Home. Oh. All right, contestants Dylan and Cam, I need you to be paying attention right now because if I have to repeat these rules one more time, time uh-uh i'm gonna be whipping it out <laughs> what? that's not what i okay. i'm sorry no <laughs> <laughs> all right so the rules of go big or go phone home are pretty simple i'm gonna be giving you some very easy trivia questions if you get the answer right you get a point if you get the answer wrong you have to do an impression of E.T., the friendly oh terrestrial Super alien. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Kim, did you just say what? Do you need a reminder of who E.T. is? Well, here you go. Right here. <laughs> hey, how about this? <laughs> and they'll come. That was not what I meant. That was not. <laughs> that wasn't it. Here we go. All right. Wait. Let's just hear that one more oh time God. as a reminder. <laughs> so if you do get the question wrong, you will have to do an impression of E.T. doing an impression of another character. All right. But there is one more little twist on this. Okay. What? So I know these questions are going to be a little bit hard to comprehend at first. <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to give an example. So it's sort of Jeopardy-like, but not really Jeopardy-like, okay? Um, it's going to be like, so I'll just give an example. All right, here we go. Let's say that the question was, this was a TV show that was popular with children and starred many creations of Jim Henson. I think he created it. I'm not sure. Um, but it had a character named big bird now this sh the if you want to get points if you want to answer correctly you need to include the word big in your answer so it would be big sesame street baby <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're going big or we're going home a way to stay on theme mm -hmm. yeah uh, but you just also cram that in there so that you have a reason <laughs> to put this segment in this show <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's called go big or go home not not go big huh you it's gotta add big to go it big go big or go phone home why is et in there one of the smallest aliens hollywood has ever produced <laughs> yeah that's the opposite of big oh just huh? let's just get this over with pretty smart huh miles go big from or that go phone home. <laughs> huh? but but there's another nook and cranny in no! it okay it, if you say <laughs> if you say if you say big multiple times you'll get extra points so say the answer was big sesame street if you want to say big sesame big street 
maybe I'll give you another <laughs> point for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, there's a lot wrong with America's educational system right now, and I know it would be completely remedied if Ryland was just in charge of but it. But that's up to my own discretion. You can't just say big, big, big sesame, big, big, big street. Oh my okay. god! Does this ever end? <laughs> so if you do, if you're just trying to yank my chain, you might it might backfire. You might get negative points for that. Okay. All right. First question. It's coming right at you. Hot and steamy. Oh, also, first to Zazen gets to answer. Okay. So get ready on your Zazers, boys. This large man is known as the first gay U.S. president. Zuz. Dylan. Big James Big Buchanan. Ooh, oh, double big. And that is correct. I I would have accepted James Big Big Cannon too. <laughs> All right, that's that's two points for Dylan right at the oh, gate. But yeah, you wait. know what this means, Cam? Uh, <sighs> you gotta do an impression of E.T. <sighs> do an impression of E.T. Here, I'll give you a reminder. Don't. <laughs> right, right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'll be right here. Be I'll doing. be right here. There's mine. I'll be right here. There's my impersonation. Except, except you have to be E.T. <laughs> As Mickey Mouse. All right, take it away, Cam. Big all market <laughs> here. Big. Wow, that was that was some real heady stuff. I definitely <laughs> that was Mickey Mouse as I knew him. That was Mickey Mouse and his famous saying, "Big all <laughs> market." What? Okay, great job. All right, on to question number two. Yeah. Gifted to the United States from France, this statue in New York City comes Zuz. welcomes all <gasps> Cam. Wait, you can zuzz before the question. I think over? you can. I'm okay polite. with that. I'm okay with that. Oh my god. Early zuzzing is welcome here. Big, Cam. big, 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 big Statue of Liberty. Well, I told you, I warned oh, Ryland, you, big, if you big, overdid big, the bigs. Big, big, old, <laughs> no. big, big okay. statue All right. of and he keeps oh, going. Ryland, big, big, big <laughs> liberty. Okay, that puts Cam at negative one, <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't need your approval, Dad. He did get the question technically right. So, uh, Dylan, you have to do an impression of E.T. All right. Here, I'll give you a reminder of what he sounds like no. right no. now. E.T. phone home? E.T. I'm pretty sure that's two different people doing that voice. One says E.T. and the other says phone home. Okay. That's the kid. <laughs> no, no. That part, <laughs> but it's like ET. Oh, um, okay, Dylan, you are ET as Christopher Walken. Take it away. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll be right here. That okay, was that was very ET. I could definitely hear the ET. Yes, Christopher Walken is ET. I flipped the script. That was beautiful. Okay, great job. Thanks. On to the next question. Get your zuzzers ready, boys. Written by a single mother, this first book about a young wizard. Says, oh God, Cam got it. Oh how? What was it, Cam? 
big, 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 hairy, big, 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 good radio, huh? Big, big, big father and the big, 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 big sorcerer's stone. All right, that puts. I'm negative three. Negative three for Cam. <laughs> negative three. And as a consequence, to prevent you from just, you know, playing your own game here and not following my rules. You told me I'd get extra points. <laughs> no, I, I warned you. It was times. up to my discretion, young man. <laughs> and up to you my have discretion. Very bad discretion. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, here, wait. I forgot I should play this. Wrong. God damn it. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Is that ET? That's what I'm supposed to play when I hear a wrong answer. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Cam, you are going to have to do an impression of ET. Wait, I got it right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> You're just making me do the impersonation. <laughs> Oh, god damn it. My god. This is just an audio, audio torture chamber at this point. Wrong. <laughs> an impression of E.T. as Oprah Winfrey. Yes. You get a god. <laughs> and you get a god. And you get a god and you get a god can you imagine how much better that show would have been with E.T. and his would big be, glowy finger that would be very good you're right okay great boys get your zuzzers ready we're going on to the next question this hot new single by Ariana Grande has to do with dry eyes. But does Dylan. The name of the single is No Big Tears Left a Big Cry. <gasps> That's literally what I have written down. Oh my god, Dylan. Wow. That puts Dylan up to 10 points. I love this game. That is Dylan at 10 points. Cam at negative three. <laughs> Where he belongs. <laughs> oh, wait. And for your right answer. <laughs> that's, wow. yes. that's the happy sound. Wow. Ooh, there you go. Hitting a pot. Okay. Actually, Dylan, uh, I forgot to come up with another character for this. So do you have a character that Cam is supposed to do as E.T.? Yes. I would like Cam to be E.T. as Larry King. <laughs> Where are suspenders? Wow. That was yep. a great interview by Larry. Is this over yet? Oh my <laughs> God. Is this question. over yet? One last question. No. Yeah. no. One last question. No. This is of the larger version of Texas's famous motto. Wait, what? Dylan. <laughs> Everything's huger in 
big Texas? <laughs> oh, oh man. I'm going to have to take it to the judges for that one. <gasps> Judge, what do you think? Wrong. Ju- <laughs> oh! <gasps> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Who is that judge? Wrong. I've not met him. I'm so sorry, Dylan. Judges have said it. Cam, you have this one chance to steal. <laughs> A secret rule. <laughs> what is this big version of Texas's motto? <laughs> what are you saying? God what do you mean? A big version of their motto? Am I supposed to increase the font size of my speaking? What do you mean? Oh, man. Is this going to be a a standstill? Everything's (laughs) big bigger in Texas. Yes, Cam! That's it! That's it! I hate this, Cam. Wait, so Cam has negative two points now? Yeah, but I just got 15 because I got big bigger in Texas. No. Bigger, that wasn't extra bigs. You just added one big, and that's what the point of the game is. So that does put Cam at negative two and Dylan at ten. We have a winner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dylan, great job. And Cam, for your losing position, you have to do an impression of E.T. doing an impression of yourself. Let's hear it, baby. This is Life Pile Podcast, <laughs> the only podcast with great impression. <laughs> we want to thank the aliens for leaving E.T. here. We want to thank our theme of the week for being big. We want to thank Scott Davis for making the music for our podcast. And if you want to be a part of the show and write in your E.T. impressions or call them in uh you can do so by calling 720-663-8163 or emailing them to lifepileshow at gmail.com also you can text that number 720-663-8163 we get the texts so it's pretty cool um it is it's not one of our personal numbers don't be weirded out okay if somebody does text you back dick pics it's definitely dylan so be prepared for that but if you don't want to do those things, Dylan's got something for you. Yeah, if you want to participate in the show, but you're a little phone shy, you can post using the hashtag LifePile, and we will see it and give you some personalized lifestyling advice on the show. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at LifePile Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to catch me this week, I will be in a national park fending off a cougar by making myself appear too big to fail. This week, you can catch me at Costco. I'm actually going to be at one of those carts, not giving out free samples, but doing a live demonstration. I've got a huge pitcher full of crumbles. I got an additional pitcher full of salsa. I'm going to be combining those in my mouth, showing consumers that it's okay to drink your crumblers. And uh, if you want to see me this week, I'm going to be going around a park with a handful of pencils, uh, just shoving them on people's moles. And if they're too big, I'm telling them to go to the doctor. I'm sorry. It's a service. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing this week. Just a madman in a park jabs a pencil at you. Go to a doctor. God, that's scary. <laughs> this is Life Pile. Light your life on fire. 